0: I love
1: you.
0: On to a legendary literary character that we all love today. Everybody. Everybody. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes. This is Green and Faceless on the Couch. I'm the Green Traveler.
2: And I'm the Faceless Leon.
0: And uh, I proposed to Blake um, recently. A, a new movie came out called A Holmes on Netflix. And we haven't been able to see many 2020 f- films this year, or at least films that were meant to come out in 2020. And so yeah. I wanted to see Enola Holmes, but I didn't really know how we could, you know, pitch that for a podcast. Like I'm down to do a 30 minute podcast, but I don't really know if we can get 30 minutes out of Enola. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. Um. But I, I realized that, you know, recently we've had three uh, Sherlock Holmes uh Interpretations, interpretations adaptations uh, adaptations yeah um, installations, installations. <laughs> <laughs> reverberations um <laughs> but they've all all the three sherlock holmes have been played by actors who have played other famous characters yeah so i thought it, you know i thought it'd be fun to do a threesome on sherlock where he's been played by iron man superman and gandalf
2: good old gandalf
0: good old gandalf
2: yeah so, uh yeah
0: we're talking I, like, I was
2: excited about it too uh after we talked about it um just to see, because honestly the all three of them are great actors i don't think we can deny that indeed. Um, we haven't i i gotta say i'm not a big fan of the superman movies really these recent ones no but henry cavill um, is amazing but henry cavill role. is very good yeah um so yeah there, I think these are the three most recent interpretations, if we don't count the um, Cumberbatch uh, TV show.
0: Yeah, or the elementary TV show.
2: Oh, yeah. If we're not counting TV <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> or
2: series, the, these are the uh, most recent interpretations of Sherlock well, Holmes.
0: There's, There's also... We oh, have damn. To it. Mention, I forgot about that. Yeah, we have to mention. We, we're like deliberately <laughs> ignoring it. But there's also the, the Will Ferrell and uh, what's his face? Uh,
2: John C. Riley. John I, C. Reilly. I, I adore I him, John C. Riley. Yeah. I do yeah. love
0: him. Um, I mean, I don't hate Will Ferrell. I hate some of his comedy. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've, I've liked some of his movies um, and I think he's a good person. Yeah. But he can
2: act for sure. Like
0: I have, but I have seen five minutes of that movie. <laughs> and i don't want to see that movie
2: it was enough five minutes for yeah. enough huh
0: was, yeah that was enough for me to be like maybe we'll do it if we do like a, a shit threesome uh you know a shitty threesome
2: <laughs> yeah uh oh um yeah speaking of uh this is a podcast it's mm. about movies um uh there may be spoilers ahead but we'll we'll let you know if we're about to go too deep and um hopefully we don't give anything away that'll make you not want to watch the movie uh and beyond that um we're gonna talk about our everyday lives which includes current events um sometimes uh, corona sneaks in there but that is definitely not our focus so uh we hope you enjoy talking about sherlock holmes
0: Sherlock Holmes. And uh, I think it's okay to start with the most recent adaptation of Enola yeah. Holmes. So you wanna you wanna take it away on Enola Holmes.
2: Yeah. So Enola Holmes. Uh Sherlock and minecraft uh Mycroft? Mycroft. Mycroft. Um, they um they're a bit older than their youngest sister, Anola and she's at home raised with her mother and one day she, her mother's not there anymore she becomes mycroft's ward that's kind of the premise that that's yeah. what starts it off there's a lot more to this movie uh, obviously it's also um,
0: also like mycroft and sherlock are kind of distant like really distant from their uh younger sister like they don't right. even recognize her when they see her
2: no no i think uh she was like three the last time that sherlock saw her yeah her mother
0: yeah her mother played by helena bottom carter uh raises her kind of outside of society so like anola is very very awkwardly uh you know she's very awkward socially and like she has to learn once she's in society how to act that kind of stuff
2: yeah i don't know that she's so um i i i don't know that she's so awkward i feel like she's pretty willing to be in the con in a conversation and stuff like that i think it's more of she's uh abrasive to the societal norms especially for mycroft mycroft is a dick in this movie
0: yeah I, I guess you're right she's not awkward socially she's yeah. awkward in social situations that's, right that's Beca- what i meant yeah. to say
2: she's not socialized as they used to say
0: yeah yeah especially with her dress uh there's a lot of focus from mycroft on how she's like dirty how she's not dressed well um i will say i mean that's pretty pretty good synopsis is her mom disappears and that's kind of like right her quest is to Figure out what happened to her mom, right? Uh, while being under this new control of her brother, and I'll say, I don't like their interpretation of Mycroft at all. No, he is this...
2: he is a big old meanie. Yeah, um, he's an Sam, ass. Sam Sam Clay Claflin, like Cl- Claflin. I'm sorry, Sam. Um, Sam he, Claflin. I will not say he did a poor job. He no, played they... a man of the period. Mm -hmm. um but he's definitely super anti-feminist in this movie um and very selfish character
0: yeah and another thing too is it's like okay i should say before we get further into any of these movies that sherlock holmes is one of my favorite literary characters Mm. like uh, easily in the top 10 i read his stories when i you know uh, sir arthur conan doyle stories when i was a little kid um, I read the illustrated ones. They weren't actually, you know, like they were edited, sure. <laughs> edited to be more approachable for young children. Um, but when I got into, you know, upper elementary school grades, I was reading them again through the actual classic version, and like I just fell in love with, it. you know, Arthur Conan Doyle. Like tells just an amazing mystery tale. Like even for the time period they were written in, they're still easily readable today i mean they're a little dry little dry very heavy on exposition because it's all sherlock holmes deducting things you know it's what you see in the movie is kind of what the story is you know it's like he he sees something one tiny detail and he can tell like a whole month to a life's worth of information out of it yeah and i mean it can be hard to read it sometimes because it is you know aged but they're still really enjoyable and like I love it and so that said I you know I can accept that when you're adapting stuff you do change details and everything right but a lot of adaptations of Sherlock Holmes refuse to make Mycroft a fat government man and I want a fat government man
2: (laughs) um I feel like what we didn't we're not talking about this particular movie, but I think Stephen Fry was a pretty good interpretation. Yeah,
0: yeah. We talk. Um, we're gonna talk Sherlock Holmes, the first one, but the the sequel to that one, uh, Game and Chat, Game of Shadows, has Stephen Fry, and that's the perfect, in my opinion, it is the perfect interpretation. I think his Mycroft could be a little angrier and meaner because he is kind of a mean, ignorant, you know, government bastard at times. Uh, but, in, in the guy, in the, and the movie? stories. In the stories, yeah, yeah, and the Stephen oh, in the stories, okay. I, I'm saying that in the Guy Ritchie movie, Stephen Fry's Mycroft could be angrier,
2: could be, yeah.
0: But as a physical interpretation, it's great, Mycroft. Yeah, and here, here we do have the personality kind of what I remember in the stories. Like it's still off a bit, but he's he's much meaner here. Um, but again, he's just like this handsome, straight-up government dude. I'm just like, yeah. Just make him a just make him a big fat guy. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. why not? It's I do just... think that I do think that both Sherlock and Mycroft are supposed to be um, a little bit younger than their typical uh, mm-hmm. interpretation. So maybe it's supposed to be before Mycroft gets fat, but he he maybe. could be fatter.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean even even the. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock TV show, like yeah, their he's Mycroft very thin is in that. is very thin, but they do an episode where it's all told in like the eighteen hundreds, and that version of their Mycroft is fat because huh. rich people back then were fat. Yeah, that was they ate that was food. just yeah. They I satanate. mean, well, well, that was you know that was a sign of wealth was if you were fat, it meant you can get food, right? <laughs> you know, it's like especially in that time period in that area, like the rich were fat it just makes sense
2: very true very true
0: um so i would say that the period of this piece of vanilla Holmes just kind of feels off because like i don't really see it as a period film in any way i don't really know if there is a specific period it's set in
2: Um, Uh, i mean it's definitely um it's definitely not the 20th century um i would say it's supposed to be it's trying to depict the late 18th century where the yeah, stories are have, actually based
0: but i think they uh, still had horse and buggy in the in the movie
2: they do but they also still have uh
0: oh yeah they had the, a couple the, of
2: automobiles some early automobiles like driven on a stick um, yeah
0: because there was that one which lady was that was fun her, yeah that one lady had her one car kind of thing yeah I yeah that.
2: my automobile <laughs>
0: my automobile i will say this is a, it is a fun movie um yeah i do i do it's a good it's great for kids too um, oh yeah
2: it's definitely more the directed audience um mm-hmm. than the other two movies for sure yeah
0: i will say that this was originally meant for theaters but oh, because really? of all the mayhem going on in the world today they put it off to netflix instead and i like that better i think it works better in netflix i feel like if i had paid yeah 10 to 20 dollars for this in the theaters i kind of would have been pissed
2: yeah Um, i think so too because i i it didn't necessarily look like a children's movie from the trailer mm -hmm. but it really kind of plays off that way yeah um it's a good kids movie i'll say that
0: yeah it is good even just the good teens you know it's good for teenagers i'd say Um, especially casting, you know, Millie Bobby Brown from, she was, she was great. I thought she's, yeah, she kills it. She's, you know, she's always fun. Um, I don't like the constant fourth wall breaking thing.
2: Yeah. I thought if it was done, uh, a, a fourth as much, it would have been better.
0: Yeah. They did it a lot and like, they utilize it it really well. Yeah. Like it's, you know, there's always a smart, a smart, um, aspect to it. But it's just, they did it so fucking much. And I was like, there's yeah. a moment where I was like near the end. I was like, and she's going to break the wall. Now she does. Okay. Yep. And yeah. And very it predictable. here, you know, it's just like, all right, you know, it, it, yeah. they just fell back on it so fucking much. Yeah.
2: They could have done it like six times and it would have been way better.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's, you know, maybe they're, I haven't read the book that it's based off of, uh, it's based off no. a novel by Nancy Springer.
2: Uh, yeah um, she's got a whole series i guess
0: yeah I, that was the other thing i was thinking with this movie is i wish it was a tv show you know yeah, that'd felt, be really cool yeah it feels like they can make a good tv show out of this especially with and millie bobby brown and that that's role, what i know? was just
2: about to say she would yeah just cast her again and do the tv yeah. show
0: it's like i think they're only going to do this next season of stranger things and then she's going to need some project oh,
2: are or... they are they doing stranger things i thought they were done for some reason
0: they got one last season that's, I think it's already been filmed and it's about to come out. Wow, um, okay. Don't hold me to my, that, though. I don't really, I haven't looked into it for a while. I just remember they put out that trailer where it's... I'm oh, not I didn't spoil spoil catch Stranger it. Stranger Things. I, I didn't spoil. catch it. Yeah, we're not talking about
2: <laughs> Maybe someday.
0: Yeah. Um, but I do wish that they made this a TV show because it feels like two movies packed into each other. And it's a two hour long movie. And gotta say i wish it was shaved i wish they had given it like an hour and 20 especially for being on netflix like
2: Uh, yeah it ended three different times it has lord of the Mm -hmm. Rings syndrome a little bit yeah um
0: well it's also because they they're ending their subplots and it's like each subplot is important enough to be its own movie
2: right yeah it's all kind of mixed together and i don't know if like maybe they took a couple of her novels and mixed them or something like that
0: but it did definitely
2: feel that way um
0: yeah it, you it's know the, it kind of adventure of the marquise and the marquise or whatever they
2: yes um i was trying to look that up what what the actual title of the book was um the case of the missing marquise that's okay. what it is and um the, the and marquise like is a similar age as Anola, en- and they hmm. they constantly bump into each other
0: and, and i enjoyed kinda... that i thought that was a well, lot that was fun, fun. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun story plot. The story plot between her and her brothers, Sherlock and Mycroft, is fun. Yeah. Um you know, again, even though I don't like their the look of their Mycroft, the guy who's playing him, uh, what did you say his name was? Sam Cap Claflin. Um, yeah, Claflin. He's great. You know, he Cal- does a good job. I really liked Henry Cavill as Sherlock. Um, he's not as rambunctious and no bohemian. He's very as... subdued. Yeah, yeah, it's like RDJ takes the, the character and makes him more bohemian and crazy. Um, it, as you said here, he's very subdued, but he still has all that um, personality that makes the literary Sherlock very enjoyable. Uh, I should say, I yeah. remembered we came back from a game of Shadows, and we were talking with one of our roommates about it, and he hated it and he was saying like i'm tired of this blockbustery sherlock you know it's stupid he's too action heavy and i'm saying i've read the books he is an action hero in the yeah, books he knows
2: how to fight like
0: he knows how to fight he like the whole he fights with swords he fights with boxing he fights with guns like arrows like he's you know he's not an action hero i would say but in the books he does have those action tendencies right because he is you know he's a fictional you know kind of a legendary detective character right. um and here with henry cavill you see all that you know he does have that you know the stance to fight you know you can definitely see him as a boxer they show his deductive reasoning a little bit there's not a he's lot of detective a buff,
2: sherlock he's oh, buff yeah, yeah, but, yeah I but i mean I that's like me just
0: because
2: yeah henry cavill's just ripped right right now at least um he's thick boy now he's a tasty man <laughs> yeah <laughs> man. uh well uh <laughs> anything <laughs> else besides the objectification of henry cavill
0: i'm okay with it uh he's okay with it um <laughs> but no he's he's good here i wish this movie had more detectiving mm. because i mean I, that's not a word but you know what i mean um Anola yeah. does a lot of decoding and code breaking
2: yeah, which I and thought was cool. Like, yeah, I, I
0: think that's a great characteristic to focus on too. Yeah, you know, because she's not Sherlock Holmes. She doesn't have to be Sherlock Holmes. She's the new star. You know, I'm right. totally down if they want to make a TV show off of her. I will watch it because it's yeah, it's a cool idea. And you know, I'm kind of tired of Sherlock. You know, they, I won't say what I'm about what I was about to say. I'll hold off there. But okay, <laughs> I, I'm tired of you know they keep reinterpreting this person reinterpreting yeah. and you know i'm okay with this spin off idea you know i was okay with you know uh the american show elementary kind of flip-flopped it a little bit too because i think their Holmes is a female or maybe i Watson's think so a
2: i haven't watched it though
0: yeah well it's just like I, I like the idea of taking the character and doing something different with them you know it's like i mean i, right, yeah. I mentioned mycroft not liking mycroft because of his looks but like but they're doing
2: really... a period uh interpretation. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, you know, it's as you said, it's like uh, men of that period were anti-feminist. They were like how he is interpreted. So, it's like Right. It, you know, it works. It's still really good. It's just make him fat for the time period because the dude's a fucking millionaire.
2: Yeah. That's one well, thing that I, Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead and finish.
0: I, I was just going to say again, as you had said too, he's uh before their prime, so maybe he's not a millionaire now, but
2: yeah maybe he is very concerned about the money in the movie Mm -hmm. very concerned uh i was gonna say something about the sherlock character so he's kind of caught in the middle because uh this sherlock is very i would say lawful neutral Mm -hmm. uh he definitely cares about his sister but as soon as minecraft is like she's my ward you'll leave her be he kind of just does that yeah. um and he's like yep that's the case and um he goes though to try to find her because she runs away that's a big part of the story i think um that doesn't really spoil anything but anyways he goes to look for her and meets up with this feminist leader and she gives this long speech uh about how Anola is being repressed and and you can tell in Sherlock's face that he doesn't disagree, but he's like, I don't get into politics. Yeah. And she's like, You better start thinking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. It's yeah. not it's not how the literary character is. Again, you don't have to be like the literary character, but like right. you know, the literary character he really you know, he it, it's true that he would not care. Mm-hmm but this this version of him gets emotional. You know, Henry mm. Henry does get it start getting attached to Enola. and it's like in the books that really only happens with Watson really, you know, it's like Holmes yeah. doesn't really get attached to people. He has detectives that he, you know, he knows and makes fun with, but um emotion doesn't really play into it too much. Um I mean, he can be emotional. He cares. He's not uh, you know, a cruel bastard right right
2: i i think he more just keeps it inward like very deeply inward it spirals down with all the different things that are spiraling down in his head
0: yeah but it's it's a good interpretation um you know as i said i really like millie bobby brown as anola i think there's a lot of fun there uh, I do wish they would hold off on the fourth wall breaks. It gets really old, yeah. Really fast. I
2: like the first time they did it. I was like, "Oh, that's a fun element," because like she's, like it's she's also the narrator. I don't mm. think that really gives anything away. Um, so, like at first, the first time it happened, it was funny. Funny, haha, The narrator is gonna poke back and yeah. forth.
0: Deadpool um, did it.
2: Yeah. Right. But, okay, but Deadpool can live in the fourth wall. He's different. I that's that's
0: <laughs> what I'm saying. But that's the problem is movie theaters now look at that as people enjoyed that. It was very successful. It must be the fourth wall break. Because that's no. what makes that movie so different. No, it's not. It's the character is that. That is him. That is you know, him. He, he can cross over. He's so fucking crazy. He knows different universes, you know. He right. I've right. always the interpreted it.
2: I've always interpreted it, and we're not talking about Deadpool, but I've always interpreted it as him, like, just, it's like everybody else in the room just thinks he's talking to himself. Mm-hmm. But in in actuality, he is, but he thinks he's talking to a room full of people <laughs> who's <laughs> watching
0: his every move. Yeah. Well, I mean, he also just, like, you know, he knows about the Patrick Stewart timeline or the, That's true. You know, all that all that kind of stuff, like... He just knows, I'm sure, DC Universe because of all the Green Lantern jokes. Right, right. So it's like his character can pull off the fourth wall things. Mm -hmm. Here, the fourth wall things I think will be fun for kids. Oh, yeah. But for me as an adult and starting to predict it about 20 minutes into the movie, it got tiring really fast because she did it so fucking much. And Do
2: you see the highest? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh it's God. not like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> there was
0: a moment like that though, yeah. where she does oh, that, whatever. where she's like, "Do you see this?" I'm like, "Am I watching Dora the Explorer?" I yeah, know. What the fuck. Yeah. Like, but it is, you know, it is meant for teenagers. So, right. I don't think it was marketed like that. Maybe it was. No, Again, it, I don't at least really it didn't watch... feel
2: like to me. Yeah, I, I
0: don't just don't really saw really the trailer trailers. on Netflix, though. Yeah. I don't really watch trailers too much, so it's like, same with you, I just watched the one on Netflix, and just, you know, it it was a little kiddish, but I thought, it wouldn't be like that. Um, But it doesn't hurt it, you know, I'm just, I'm nitpicking silly things, you know, I still give the movie two and a half stars, it's really enjoyable. That's good. Um, Good acting. Uh, I didn't like, there's moments where Enola Holmes is put into a fighting situation, and they have to constantly remind you by doing flashbacks that she was trained by her mother to fight. Like, right. you're not going to believe, you're not going to believe Millie Bobby Brown can fight. You know, and I'm right. just like, I'm sitting here thinking, you showed us 20 minutes ago, her mom training her specifically. We get right. it. You don't yeah, have to flashback to it. Yeah, yeah. and they, like, a, like a five minute fight scene when it's actually like two minutes of fight and three minutes of flashback. Like, you don't have to do that. we we've, we've seen it. We know she can fight. Yeah.
1: And this movie,
2: like it. you said, could have used a little bit of shaving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is, like... I, I can't remember exactly, but it's over two hours long, I think. Yeah,
2: it didn't need to be. I would no. agree. Definitely after, like, um, the, the mystery was uh, tied mm-hmm. up. And then they had the... It has a long-falling action, folks. And, you know, sometimes that's not a bad thing. But in this particular movie i kind of stopped paying attention yeah Yeah. that's no good um uh i do uh i feel like you kind of gave your closing statement but Mm -hmm. i do kind of want to mention um their because we talked about their minecraft character i do want to talk about their greg lestrade character the inspector this might be the smartest interpretation I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> of Inspector Lestrade.
0: I'll be honest; uh, I kind of put him out. I don't remember.
2: Uh, he's um, played by Adil uh, Akhtar. Akhtar, I'm. Sp- I apologize if I butchered your name, but I think you did. I did. I totally <laughs> did. Um, so I'm sorry, but. Uh, anyhow he and Anola play this little mind game back and forth mm-hmm. um at trying to see who knows uh sherlock better oh that's
0: right that's right yeah
2: and uh and he he did put some things together like like he's not a bad investigator in this and i feel like yeah. other interpretations of him show him as being kind of a bumbler um and there is a couple of Bumbler moments with him in the movie too, but.
0: Yeah, he's kind uh, of, he's always taken as a comedic character. I I honestly don't remember him too much in the stories. I know he's in right. them. Um, he's not, I don't think he's as huge in them as he is in like shows and in, in the movies. Like it's yeah, similar to Irene Yeah, he's a pretty Adler. big
2: element in the next movie.
0: Yeah, like it, it's very similar to Irene Adler though, where it's like they took a character from one story and blew her up to be huge. Like okay. she's. She's only mentioned, I think, in one story and then like briefly mentioned in a second one. And okay. But Lestrade, Lestrade's in more. I just don't know the total of them. And I don't want to speak without knowing the, right. the proper knowledge. Right, right. But yeah, he's he's definitely made more of a comedic character for the stories and in most interpretations. Right. Here here they do use him comedically, but he is definitely, as you said, a, a smarter take on him
2: right yeah like he's he actually um does uh he does better things later he kind of like the bumbling part is that he gets in the way Mm -hmm. and i feel like he plays that role in the in the other interpretations when he's working with sherlock too um that sometimes he works against sherlock on accident (laughs) yeah um uh but I I just really liked um, uh, Adil Akhtar's uh, interpretation. I thought he did a good job. I just wanted to mention that before I moved on. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else to say, about Nola?
0: Um No, I think that's that's pretty much it. You know, it's a good uh, good. I think again, as I said, if they had stretched it out to be a TV show or chopped it up to be a shorter movie, um, you know, I think where they left it while it's still a fun movie for teens and it's a great empowering film for women to, you know, be, you know, go beyond, you don't have to be what society tells you to, you know, you don't have to stay in your place like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's a good message overall, not just for young women, but like find your own path.
2: I think exactly the direct message from this. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. And I, you know, it's, it's meant for everyone again, not just young women, but, pretty fun go out and see it uh yeah yeah
2: i i would say in closing that i completely agree with everything you said about this movie um i i think that it could have been done maybe a touch better but the all the performances were pretty good um especially the main cast they did great and um i i think that there's a lot of uh Good gems in this movie, but they could have been polished up a little bit more. But still worth it watching. It's worth watching, folks.
0: Mm-hmm. And look, we did make thirty minutes out of anola
2: We did make thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had no faith in her. Look at uh, me, this
0: uh, sexist uh, bastard. Oh damn it, Greg. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, well, uh, yeah. Let's move on to Sherlock Holmes.
0: Yeah, well, Sherlock Holmes by Guy Ritchie. Uh, I should say before I dive into the movie that typically I do not like Guy Ritchie movies. I know a lot of, a lot of crime fans are mad at me now, you know, Lock, <laughs> Lock, stock and Two Smoking Barrels or whatever it's called and all of his, you know, I've seen a lot of his films. I don't remember a lot of them and I don't te- technically hate them. Right. I just don't remember them
2: that's that's perfectly fair
0: yeah i mean I, he's just a lot of people love him he's got like he's got that cult following man
2: this um, is really the only thing i know
0: well um, then he did the the new king arthur movie too
2: okay i didn't hate that like i, I thought it was an interesting interpretation i know you didn't like it wait 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 yeah. wait, wait. no no the the newest one like the with the young blonde kid yeah Okay, I didn't see that one. I thought you were talking about yeah. the uh not Russell Crowe. The
0: the Clive Owen. The Clive Owen, yeah. Yeah, that one's not bad. That's a decent interpretation. That's um,
2: interesting. I like the Roman thing.
0: Yeah, like it but just like with Sherlock Holmes, King Arthur's one of my favorite literary characters. Right. Or right. I guess mythological almost. Um It's hard to say. And,
1: and Guy <laughs> yeah, Ritchie's
0: Yeah, Guy Ritchie's more recent adaptation did so much to the character that I hated that like it's again like again if you're interpreting interpreting something it's your uh yeah. your will do what you want but at the same time you do have to be a little loyal to the character I would say because right. it's I don't know his his character is loyal to extent but we're not talking that film maybe someday maybe we're talking someday. Sherlock Holmes where he got the character so fucking perfect that that's what I was going to say earlier. Why do we keep making Sherlock Holmes movies when we've already nailed the character? <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't because why haven't they made a third one of the, this one? It's
0: Robert? it's it's scheduled. Oh. Okay. Uh, I guess it's set to release at the end of next year, but not with Guy Ritchie. Um Oh, that's too bad. They are getting Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law back. Cool. But here this is the movie that sets it all up. Uh, you have a young Sherlock Holmes this is coming off of the it came out in 2009 coming off of the uh success of Batman Begins that's kind of how they Ooh. sold this movie was that uh you know Batman Begins you had a younger Batman who was learning the ropes of you know what he was doing and here you have a young Sherlock Holmes who was also learning the ropes he's already established a lot right. of his role in this world like, very hey, people talented know him. clearly mm-hmm but at the same time he's you know it's very very early on in his career he's him and him and wat but also like pretty far along that him and watson have had enough adventures that watson's ready to move out
2: <laughs> yeah he's like i'm done
0: <laughs> watson's like i'm getting married i'm moving in with mary you can go fuck yourself sherlock you're too fucking crazy for me <laughs> um, but this this is a very Hound of the Baskervilles type of story. You have uh Mark Strong plays the villain of Lord Blackwood. does um, a good job. Amazing job. Uh very creepy at times, very eerie. Um, but it, he's he's got something supernatural, you know. That's that's his mystery. He's he's he has black magic of some art, you know, that Sherlock's gotta figure out because damn it, magic can't exist. Right. Um, yeah and so it's a, very, it's a very Hound of the Baskervilles story where you have something that seems completely supernatural in every aspect, uh, but the more you look into it, the more you see the, the mystery unraveled. And that's this story in a nutshell. You know, you get all the major players, except for Mycroft, really, but you get all the major players of Sherlock Holmes. You know, Irene Adler is in it. Uh, played by Rachel McAdams, Mycroft She's is technically, great. or not Mycroft, um, Moriarty, Moriarty is technically in it. Yeah, he it's not the same actor as who they cast in Game of Shadows. You but never they also see don't. His face. Yeah, you never see his face. His his voice is definitely not the same voice. But no, you know they they did a great job at not showing him because they hadn't cast the character yet. You know, so right. it's like it was it was really well done that he's played in the shadows. And it it definitely makes the sequel more tense because you're like, watching this one, you're like, oh man, they're going to do a sequel because Moriarty is, uh, they, they, you know, they've mentioned. already set him up. <laughs> yeah, he's mentioned, he's shown, yeah. he points a gun at Sherlock.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, that's their first encounter.
0: Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's a good synopsis is that's Lord Blackwood's mystery. He's not a character in the stories. There's no no character like him to my knowledge in the movie or in the books um
2: not a bad way to start though i think for uh something that they're trying to make a you know a trilogy out of
0: yeah
2: um step away from the books a little bit because all of the books have had cinematic interpretations at Um, some point very early on in, in in cinematic history yeah
0: well I, I mean there's only really like one book and then like four novellas and then like 50 fucking stories <laughs> oh, um yeah so it's just yeah it, it's it's great i own them all and i would love to read them again with everybody who whoever wants to read them uh <laughs> but yeah i mean it's hard not to talk this movie without talking the books though because this is the most loyal i've seen any interpretation get uh to the books. And yes, it is very blockbustery. It's very fast-paced, very action-heavy. Yeah. Um lots of jokes that you're not going to find in a dry 1800s book. Um right. But Robert Downey Jr is in my opinion the best interpretation you we've ever yeah. gotten as Sherlock Holmes.
2: Also Guy Ritchie does a really good job of making um industrial uh London.
0: Yeah. It's the, very steampunk. The world is
2: great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't I don't know if I want to say steampunky so much is is that it's it's Just dirty. Steam. It it looks <laughs> as dirty as I'd imagine life actually being at yeah. that time. Because you know, you get a lot of interpretations of the late 18th century um or even the mid 18th century where there's all these posh people and occasionally mm. they'll they'll look they'll give a view of like the impoverished people on the streets yeah but i feel like the whole i think everyone's costume was covered in coal soot (laughs) yeah Yeah. in this movie well you got
0: your you got your posh side of london you got your sweeney todd side of london
2: (laughs) that's right that's right you sure do and this was i think that both the worlds were mixed pretty well in this Mm. um uh, because there are some like uh, you know aristocratic people that get involved with the the case his, his the the guy the villain's name is Lord Blackwood, yeah uh, which is within the first fi- uh five minutes not even three minutes I would say they mm-hmm. talking
0: about him um which I do like uh it's not a huge plot spoiler, but like there is a group of like a secret society almost right that the lord is like slowly um working it's his, way, his into, way into, yeah. Yeah, and it, because they're all part of the government. And I think yeah. that's a really fun, uh, you know, a really fun look on it because there are a lot of people involved in government who are part of other societies, you know, like yeah. that. Yeah. That it's just like it is kind of curious how one person could, you know, weasel their way into something to disrupt an entire government. Um, yeah. and this movie, even though that's not like really hitting it over the head like you know it's a blockbuster again it's trying to be more action but that concept alone is like woof you know it's like sherlock's uh sherlock's got a lot on his plate right here right yeah
2: like yeah he's definitely uh put in a position in this movie to uh save the country Mm -hmm. uh the 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 stakes are a lot higher than he, he initially thought they were in
0: yeah the story. and i do i do there's another aspect that goes off of that too it's like as a savior of the country you think he'd be very well known um people know his name yeah but they don't know his face and he holmes doesn't he likes it that way <laughs> yeah of course but it's like Anola holmes doesn't really go into this aspect um they don't really talk about the popularity of sherlock he's a well-known name but nobody like expresses you know like that's sherlock holmes uh, I think um, she
2: mentions that she kept all his newspaper clippings. That's
0: about Yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. But like here they specifically like at the beginning of the movie, uh, Robert Downey Jr. puts his hand up to block his face when a photo is taken so that you don't see him his yeah. face in, in the newspaper. You see a hand like raised over it. Um and Mr Holmes, the next movie we'll talk about, also kind of goes into how Sherlock misled right. the public so that they wouldn't right. know where he was. Um, and I, I like that aspect too because he's a lot of what Sherlock does involves on the ground work. Right, you know, he's doing a lot yeah. of investigating, and he can't do that if people know who he is. If he's constantly right. being called out, I mean, he is yeah. a master of disguise, which this movie does slightly go into. Um, I but think at the they same do time, that
2: pretty well. In this they movie.
0: do, yeah, I agree. Um, but they don't. Uh, even though he's a master of disguise, he doesn't want to go around in disguise all the time. You know, it's nice to go around as himself, yeah. Um, every now and then, I, I I like how this movie put thought into how he would disguise his identity so that people wouldn't constantly know who Sherlock Holmes is.
2: Right, and how quickly he can do it too. Like, I, yeah, I like
0: I like that too in this. Movie. Um, well, yeah. Let's go into that. Let's talk about the, his deduction method. Um, this is one of like you know the best takes on how sherlock deduces a scene um you know they slow everything down you get into robert downey jr's head and in a slow motion way you know like he walks you through how he's going to take out you know if he's fighting somebody how he's going to take this guy out while fighting them uh if he's just in a scene of how he has to escape how he's going to escape that and it's i really like that
2: I definitely wanted to say at some point when we were talking about this, that this movie has one of the best and most practical uses of slow motion mm-hmm. uh, that I've seen in a movie. And that's because yeah. they actually make it a part of his character.
0: Yeah, and it's it's super smart. And it, that's why it kind of works for Guy Ritchie, too, because he loves that. Right. Um, he likes to utilize that, you know, take a fast scene and cut into slow motion real fast with... Uh, with the King Arthur movie, it pisses me off. He does it a lot. I think I, I've only seen it once, so it's I could be just completely bullshitting about King Arthur when I say there's a lot of slow motion. But I do remember it annoying me. Here, as you said, it works really well and it looks great and it makes for a fun action blockbuster. Um, and that's kind of why I like Guy Ritchie for this role because, as you said, it's part of the character. Um, yeah, you know, he slows that. He he has that that ability. That mental ability to slow down, to think, and to work his way out of an issue. Um, right. At the same time, that mental ability really fucks with him. You know, this movie goes a yeah. lot into his drug use. Right. A lot of people seem to forget that, you know, Sherlock does heroin and takes opium in the books. and right. In the stories, th- you know.
2: I think in this movie, I think there is one opium scene. Um when he's um really trying to understand uh blackwood's methods i think yeah. that's when he does it uh but he also the he uh he drinks formaldehyde yeah. uh and uh he tests drugs on himself
0: and their dog and his dog yeah gladstone yeah. is constantly being killed
2: yeah i don't think that there i don't remember actually seeing gladstone conscious in the
0: movie i don't remember there's one scene at the end (laughs) where he wakes up
2: (laughs) that's right when he wakes up out of his induced coma
0: (laughs) i feel so bad for that dog yeah and i I really enjoy that they do play really well off of how the drugs affect sherlock's relationships you know it's like john is or i think i said james watson earlier john watson is very uh tired of it you know he, he yeah. comes in he comes home to 221b baker street walks up the stairs and you know sherlock is shooting into the wall or just hanging there um in a literal noose yeah. like it's you know it, it weighs on him at times where he's just like god damn it, sure. like this guy <laughs> like he, he pushes all my fucking buttons
2: at, um, at the end of the movie he does seem like he has a little bit more endearment for sherlock like he remembers why they're such good friends
0: yeah um, i mean he's never even though he's annoyed by it he's never like so irritated that he's like i want this guy out of my life right you know, it, they're still like brothers they're still best friends um you know it's just he has to he has to have some somewhat normal normality to his everyday existence so he's gotta he's gotta marry and move away so that he can just live happy <laughs> yeah because with sherlock it's just too crazy too constant yeah
2: so um i don't know i mean i, I feel like we could talk a lot more about this movie well i do want to uh, talk
0: a lot more all right <laughs> i want to talk let's talk let's talk because there's still we still have to go through a lot more characters too
2: because let's true. talk
0: jude law's watson oh right again i
2: think this is our only watson
0: yeah um, actually yeah he wasn't yeah. in the other two movies he's which he, i can respect that person... for the other two
2: movies what's that
0: i can respect the other two movies not use it using him too right. like that's right. it's nice to distance yourself because enola isn't about sherlock it's about enola mm, yeah, exactly and mr holmes we'll talk why watson's not in mr holmes when we get right, to mr right. holmes
2: and he and he he is kind of in mr holmes but I, I guess we'll talk about that.
0: But, yeah. But yeah, this is our
2: only real Watson character.
0: And again, just like with RDJ, home run. You you nailed the character. A lot yeah. of a lot of the takes, a lot of the adaptations of John Watson make him pretty stupid. You know, he's there to document, he's a doctor still, so he's smart. But, right. you know, he's nowhere near Sherlock's level, so he's, you know, he's just a bumbling guy that Sherlock bounces ideas off of to help Sherlock. Here, right. he's an actual, you know, he's he's been with Sherlock long enough that he's a, a detective in his own right. You know, exactly. he walks up on a scene and he could be like, well, your you know, your troops fucked this whole scene up. You know, your footprints are everywhere. You, know, you can't get any good evidence with your, you know, your troops wandering around here, uh, the policeman that is. Right. Um, and,
2: and Sherlock uses that to go and investigate the scene when they don't really like <laughs> look at things that they he, they don't really want him to.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, but but it's, again, this is a very competent Watson. Yes. He's, he's smart in his own right. I mean, of course, he's not Sherlock's level of smart, but he's right. smart enough to work with Sherlock. And right. they work so well together. I love the chemistry yeah. between Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. Um, They're a good team. Well, Robert wasn't even originally going to be cast because Guy Ritchie thought he was too old for a Batman Begins Sherlock Holmes. Sure, Um sure. But he was just too perfect of a role that they were just like, all right, we have to.
2: Who did they have in mind?
0: I'm honestly not sure. I don't I don't remember seeing who their uh, person was. I don't know if they right. had anyone specific or if they just took a bunch of auditions and they were like, nah, yeah. no, not Robert. He's too old, but... Well, At the same I wouldn't time, was say perfect.
2: maybe not so much anymore. But ten years ago, when this movie was made, Robert Downey Jr. could play any age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean... yeah,
0: because he does. He does still seem very young in this movie. Yes. Like, obviously, it, it does seem earlier in his career. But I would say only like five or six years in his career as right. a detective. Um, he has a parlay with a lot of the detectives that he's working with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just you know inspector lestrade here's their here's your your stuttering um kind of buffoonish inspector uh as we've, as we've already mentioned they muddle up scenes uh right. when he when he use, utilizes him and his plans it doesn't always go correctly because sherlock doesn't always take uh lower intelligence into effect or into factor for some of his stuff um but for the most part, you know, it's, now that I'm thinking about it, there is one moment with Lestrade that I didn't understand. And uh, it involves, he reveals something on his lapel to a bad guy. And they never really go on into that further. Oh, like... um,
2: well, I mean, I could explain it. Uh, but I, I think it might be a bit of a spoiler, too. Yeah. Um, because it is a part of the the plot a little bit um uh should we put up a quick wall i think it would only be like a couple minutes if that
0: no i mean i don't think it's important to really talk about but it's just like okay i don't know they i i felt like they like showed it and it's like a big kind of like oh crap twist and then it's like oh no it's not you know they don't (laughs) go into it at all after that sure sure Um, I,
2: i will say that like they don't really go into it that far yeah um i think i think is something along the lines uh, it, it turned into a little bit of a joke too uh sherlock says oh now i understand why you how you managed to get into the <laughs> yeah. force uh yeah because he really is pretty pretty dumb in this movie i feel yeah. like this lestrade really depends on sherlock to get mm-hmm. any cases done <laughs> he also doesn't like
0: Sherlock. Yeah. Well, I think he also. I, I wouldn't say he doesn't like Sherlock. I would say that he respects him and is okay with working with him, but it's a drain to work yes. with. Yes. Yes. Uh because because Robert Downey Jr's take as we said is very bohemian. He's he's wild. Uh mm. you know, he you know, he have an exploded rock wall and he goes up and licks the rock the rock. Um, yeah. You know, they're just like, this guy's crazy, he's weird. Um, so it's a drain to work with him. It's like, I get they were implying that he was part of, like, a society. Gotcha. But they don't explain if he's actually part of the society or if it was just, like, a, a prop that he right. he used to sell a, a red herring. Right, Um right. I don't know. I just felt like that was kind of, like, a something that might have been deleted you know that like maybe a further maybe a further scene scene. yeah yeah
2: uh there is yeah i don't think it really messes with it too much because we didn't really tell how the the society plays into the plot or anything but uh one of the upper members of the scene does mention earlier on in the movie that he has a lot of connections within the police
0: yeah that's right. And it it is part of what happens going further, but I just, I wish they had maybe explained Lestrade's role just a little bit more, since he does play more of an integral role in the plot in this one. Yeah. Uh, Going off of Lestrade, the last two characters I think we should talk about are their, the villain, Lord Blackwood, uh, played by Mark Strong, which as we've said, really well done. Yeah, uh, he's worked with oh, yeah. he's worked with Guy Ritchie before and I think that really helped make a good villain because they have a good rapport. Um yeah, like there's not really much to say about Lord Blackwood other than that Mark Strong did a great job. One of the few original characters for the story or for the movie, I mean. So like, you know, he didn't have to base it off of anything. He just had no. to be good and he was
2: good. This guy like I feel like uh he does think similarly to sherlock not Mm. the way that moriarty does but to be able to to get you know people to follow you and stuff the way that he does
0: yeah you gotta be able to plan things out
2: (laughs) yeah but he's just he's a forward thinker too yeah which he has that
0: Oh, Good. I was gonna say he has that evil charisma where it's like yeah, you know, he can he intimidates you so well. Um he is a forward thinker. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Sherlock sees reality, he's able to think in terms of like the supernatural. Um Right. Yeah, that right. that's kind of how he fools Sherlock, is like he goes beyond what Sherlock would know. Right. Right. And you know, he I uses, think that's a great villain.
2: Yeah. He uses a lot of rhetoric and uh which is a lot of fun too and and plays in with the mystery and everything but like there's even this one scene when he's he is in a jail cell and it sounds like he's saying dark prayers and i i'm pretty sure that um he was kind of just rattling off things off the top of his head to to scare the the other cellmates. Mhm. Uh it's just all part of this persona. He like just plays up this persona the whole time and yeah. It's really good.
0: Yeah, it's really well done. Uh what's not really well done in my opinion is their Irene Adler.
2: Now, you're not I'm a big fan of uh Rachel McAdams.
0: I like Rachel McAdams. I think she's uh, a very good role. actor in this yeah. role. I think they they weaken this character, in my opinion. Like, she she is presented as being Sherlock's equal. And then twice in this movie, she's made the damsel in distress.
2: Yeah, that's and true. It's,
0: and it, it, it irritates me because it's like, if she's able to, you know, fuck with Sherlock's mind and work around right. Sherlock. And, you know, they even show her being able to take on two thugs in the street by herself. Right. Why is she turned into their damsel twice? I
2: think- Find- I think the one time though, but the, the earlier time. Um I think she's using that or maybe maybe the la I don't know. Anyway, she does use it to her advantage after mm-hmm. she gets saved by Sherlock.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like it's definitely like it it could be read as part of her like plan. Her you know, her right. deduction is Sherlock will save me, then I can get away. Um and I get that. But she's also a competent woman in her own rights right yeah and they've shown that they've shown her with you know she pulls out that little nightstick thing and knocks the crap out of these two guys right
2: that's a good scene. yeah
0: yeah and it's like i you do see that scene and you're like okay rachel mcadams is pretty good irene adler and then they're just yeah. like and now she's hanging up and about to get sawn in half and it's like oh yeah <laughs> which i mean <laughs> like, like <laughs> you know
2: people like even sherlock gets into positions. Where yeah. he's like he's got to figure it out or he's gonna die. I mean, um, I agree.
0: I just feel like using your woman character, definitely. your one your one empowered woman character to be your damsel, rather yeah. than say James w- or John Watson. Why do I keep saying James? <laughs> rather than John Watson. Uh, yeah,
2: or they could even have used Mary, and then Irene could have helped them to save Mary. But, uh, you know, she wouldn't have been in the thick of it, except yeah. for, uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, uh, I I think I agree with you. I I, I know I was kind of seemed like I was debating against what you're saying. But <laughs> I agree with you. Um, and I think that that is a, a script problem. You know, mm. it's just, I mean, it also is 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. which you know isn't really an excuse but pe- you know people are a lot more uh forward thinking about that like well, not forward thinking is the word i want to say they're a lot more Conscience. um perceptive to those choices they, they they are looking for that and being yeah. like okay listen you could do better than this
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's like um, you can use somebody else in this area yeah. i get I get for Sherlock's character it definitely does make the stakes a little higher uh, yeah. but you know whatever it's still a great movie still a very fun action movie um, there's one there's one pro and one con that I wanted to talk about before we do a co- closing statement Sure there's two last things that I think we should mention the last pro is the crazy awesome amazing soundtrack by hans zimmer
2: oh my god i do i love i listen to this sometimes just to listen
0: to it it's really good it's so fun it's very fast-paced very um a lot of fiddle
2: jig mm -hmm. music um and then like the action scenes still have that fiddle in it but it's yeah definitely action movie moves music (laughs) music
0: Yeah, I would uh I think it's called Discombobulation. Uh it's one of the I think that's one of the songs on this. Um highly recommend listening to that if you can find it on like YouTube or whatever. But the the yeah. soundtrack for this is phenomenal. Makes every action scene just like 10 times better. Um just they they make this movie so so enjoyable. Yes. Um yeah. and and it, and it makes you forgive the blockbustery feel of this a little bit yeah
2: it i i will i will agree with that like the music really uh saves it from being too yeah i guess blockbustery is the only word too I bold
0: yeah, to too, too yeah
2: too too punchy mm-hmm. that might be it too because the the music is punchy but it's definitely got a feeling of the country that they're in and the period that they're in. And, um, it just fits the world so well Mm -hmm. that I, I think it, it, it does help the, uh, the, the punchiness, uh, which is kind of my biggest problem with this movie because it could, I, I mean, I agree with you that I, I would love to see more, uh, adaptations with, uh, Sherlock getting into some great fight scenes Mm. But, I do enjoy um because a lot of mystery solving isn't going to cause him to be into fights at least not yeah. at first,
0: yeah, that's not his end you know his end game is to solve the mystery right and have a cup of tea um right. <laughs> but like here it's definitely. You know, it's like, I got to solve the mystery, but oh crap, I got into a fight with a guy who's, you know, six foot four and 270 pounds.
2: <laughs> That's a great scene, though. <laughs> it, it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> uh, and then he, like, throw he, he electrocutes the guy onto another henchman, and later you find out that that, that action in and of itself killed the other henchman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so weird. Uh, I, I, I it.
2: really did like, uh, the actor's name, the really big guy, he's like, I think he's like seven foot tall. Yeah, uh, Robert Millet, I think. Uh, if I'm getting my French pronunciation right, probably <laughs> not. But he plays Dredger, and um, he's Dredger. he uh, yeah, he's only in the movie to be in fights really but he does have some great french monologues
0: uh yeah it's uh, dialogue anyways. yeah it's like not only is he in the movie to be in fights he is a little intelligent of a henchman himself yeah you know it's 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 a hilarious fight scene
2: (laughs) i i feel like the uh the other henchmen uh they because they don't speak french they do think that dredger is a bit of a, a dummy but he's not no Uh, and he has these great dialogues while he's fighting uh sherlock it's pretty great yeah
0: he has just as good of chemistry with robert downey jr as jude Lolt. yeah it
2: does
0: (laughs) oh Uh, but yeah i guess closing statement for you
2: for me um yeah i i mean i really like this movie i enjoyed the hell out of it the first time i watched it and even the couple uh subsequent times but this time around i kind of wish it was a little less of a blockbuster yeah. um and i guess that's what i gotta say about it but definitely worth it go go watch the movie um mm-hmm. especially because the sequel even more so is
0: worth yeah it. yeah i will agree with that i'll i'll bounce off that if we were doing a game of shadows right the The reason i opted to do this one rather than a game of shadows is because n- the other two movies would not have a chance <laughs> i i love a game of shadows so much it's such a good really movie good. um the guy they got to play moriarty I, I can't remember his name right now but like i love that actor
2: he's in so many things we love yeah he, well
0: yeah we, he's in fringe which right. we've already mentioned we love fringe he's my favorite villain in fringe oh yeah. sorry sec- second favorite villain I won't spoil who my, I won't spoil who my favorite villain is um, but no he's he's an amazing actor and he plays Moriarty so well that any other Sherlock Holmes movie would not have a chance but here here I love this movie I do respect that it has faults um, you know I don't even though I love Sherlock's ability to deduce things a lot of times in this movie he'll deduce it after the fact. So they'll yeah. they'll show the scene. They'll show him escaping, and then he'll explain to somebody else how he escaped. And they'll do a little bit of a flashback. Yeah, so it's um, the
2: it's the villain monologue, but it's the protagonist giving it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it and it's fine. It's funny, and it works, and it you know it makes for a very interesting scene. And you're kind of like, oh, that's how he did it. Okay, and yeah. you know it doesn't ruin anything. Um, but I do wish it was more how like the fight scenes were set up where. He shows you how he's gonna take care of it, and then they show you in real time him taking care of it. Um, you know, it's like those scenes are amazing. Uh, but yeah, as you said, it's very blockbustery, very action heavy. Um, again, I don't think it ruins the movie, but it definitely is a different take on Sherlock than most people were used to, because his yeah. you know Sherlock had kind of disappeared from. I'm sure there were you know adaptations throughout the last few decades but like from my from my beliefs he kind of disappeared from the tv movie scene for a while until this movie came out i would
2: say so um i don't remember if moffat's thing was before or after or it's, during. After. it's after um but yeah, it did. He did disappear for a little while. I think people got tired of it, and then all of a sudden, uh, another big boom of yeah. Sherlock stuff, uh, which is fine. I mean, it, I I mean it's he's a great character. It's uh, yeah, they, you know who doesn't want to watch? I, I I think also I think like the mystery genre kind of died down mm-hmm, too a little bit, and th- this did kind of bring it back.
0: Yeah, it makes it makes movies like. Uh what was it, knife out knives knives out? out yeah yeah it makes it makes them more you know enjoyable because now those are becoming popular again yeah. um but like again here it's like yeah as you said this movie brought back sherlock to the you know to attention and it makes me sad because even though it's a blockbuster they nailed it when they did this like yeah it, it you know did they, did this, they did this they did a game of shadows do a third one of this wrap it up let the rights sit for about two decades right. and don't worry about it right. um but then again you know I, I as i said i i do like seeing an old holmes as a tv show so like you're not going to stop people from remaking sherlock holmes but
2: no but you know what very... they can put twists on it like you said like they can mm-hmm. they can make it different
0: yeah um and like i respect it when they do that
2: putting sherlock in modern london like in the in the moffat show
0: yeah
2: and those are practically movies
0: yeah (laughs) i mean themselves if we were talking those also like if we if we bring those up i again i think benedict cumberbatch is as close to a perfect cast as you can get for sherlock there are things about his sherlock i don't like but he's just as good as robert downey jr he's just he's not as crazy
1: yeah yeah i'd say so but
0: you know but here, you know, they nailed it with the movie. They especially nail it in the sequel. But, you know, I am biased going up for this threesome in that in that regard that yeah. I love so much about this movie. I give it three stars. It doesn't It doesn't quite, you know, the blockbuster in this does bring it down. But, you know, but that is... But it also
2: makes it just keeps you interested. Like, exactly. That, I think that's the only reason why to do it, it in that style
0: yeah it made it it a good delivery system for modern day audiences yes
2: definitely um and i i think like i feel like people who love like old school sherlock movies might watch this and not enjoy
0: it yeah they'll be pissed (laughs)
2: yeah but but like you said it is a really good interpretation
0: yeah it's it's very loyal they, they tried they tried to be as loyal to the story as they could be even though it is you know fantastical and big budget action stuff it still does you know you could still see this all taking place in one of his mystery novels right or stories i, uh, guess.
2: I guess i did kind of want to mention that they did make uh the fact that he fought in the afghan wars very prevalent to watson's mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. um which i thought was pretty cool Um, another thing that they did pretty well in the the modern Moffat
0: interpretation yeah just in a different Afghan war
2: yeah different Afghan war Uh, so did we do it did we talk about that Sherlock Holmes
0: I think we're done with Sherlock Holmes we can move on to Mr. Holmes Mr. Holmes and then he got old
2: he did he did he got old (laughs) uh mr holmes uh yeah so ian mckellen um
0: directed by bill condon of twilight's breaking dawn one and two
2: i had no idea those
0: that does that change your opinion of mr holmes at all
2: (laughs) uh no it doesn't because i thought the movie was uh pretty good i i enjoyed it um i just
0: i think i think it's hilarious to look at mr holmes and then i haven't seen breaking dawn uh
2: i I think those are the only two i haven't seen
0: yeah i honestly think i've seen the first two twilight did they make four or five
2: they they turned the four into five because they turned
0: the four into five because there are four books that's right yeah yeah so i think i've only seen the first two
2: believe it goes twilight new moon eclipse
0: mm-hmm. and then breaking dawn
2: breaking dawn
0: i mean i've read the books i you know i had girlfriends in high school
2: right um
0: <laughs> <laughs> i
2: did not read the books but uh uh i did have a girlfriend who wanted to see the movies yeah until we, have, yeah, until we watched the, clips. the <laughs> we were already like t- pretty over it by the time after new moon and we weren't very uh, excited for an eclipse and then it and then we did go see it and it wasn't good
0: and someday we'll watch those movies and talk sometime
2: someday sometime someday oh that'll be a great playlist uh but it Mr. Holmes, sir ian we'll have mckellen i a, we'll
0: a pajama party
2: sir ian mckellen uh does a i think a great job oh my god phenomenal 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 yeah he play he basically plays two sherlock holmes uh because the film is constantly harking back to a particular case Mm -hmm. um which is late in the detective's career the last case in fact
0: yeah in his in his 70s i think
2: yeah and he is in his uh i would say mid 90s yeah Yeah, he's
0: 93 when he's retelling this story right
2: and he oh my god he about makes me cry um just watching him move he's so good
0: yeah i will say it's it's hard to watch for me at times um i I mean yeah that's the the synopsis as you said is
2: uh well i think to add to the synopsis is that he he's struggling with uh uh alzheimer's they called it salinity i think in in the period senility yeah and um he's going senile yes exactly um but you know obviously sherlock holmes is extremely smart so he Mm -hmm. knows it's happening to him and he is um keeping track of it with help of a doctor and there's also uh Uh, housekeeper because he can't live alone he's a bit too old and he's also uh has alzheimer's uh yeah so and she has a little boy named roger uh very
0: was very fond of yes
2: yes and that is i would say that is the synopsis
0: yeah um and sherlock also reaches out to uh i can't remember where the country is where he finds that japan
2: he goes out to Japan.
0: japan yeah okay he goes to japan to find prickly ash to help him with his alzheimer's
2: that's right yes uh,
0: to to combat his memory loss so that he could tell this crime this last uh story of his his last case right um properly because you know he believes his friend watson did not write it down uh, right and he doesn't know
2: why yeah he doesn't know why it's it's wrong
0: yeah there's, some, there's just something off about it that he remembers like you know why would that be my last case right right you know okay. it, it's gotta be more
2: if if it yeah. was successful why was it my last i know it was my last yeah. but i, I didn't. yeah and there was things in the in the story that he didn't remember and i think the thing is is that he read he read the story after his brother died because his brother bought all his books and they were sent over to him he had never read the stories until that point uh yeah and and that's that's another go
0: ahead that that's another key factor of this movie is being late in life all of his friends are dead you know there's no lestrade anymore there's no watson there's no uh Minecraft, Mycroft, <laughs> or like even Moriarty's like you know I don't know if they ever mention him in the movie. But I don't it, think they do. Yeah, all all of the key players in a normal Sherlock movie are gone. It's just yes, it's just the Sherlock who, quite honestly, like he might you know there's even though you know he's Sherlock, there's times where he's not Sherlock anymore. His yeah, his memory is deteriorated so much that you know he's just. It's so hard to watch because you know you know him for what he is. They they do right. a great job at setting up his, uh, his rapport. You know uh, his prestige. Um, right. It's it's hard to watch sometimes because it is it's so sad. Bit.
2: It is. Um. And like I I feel like there's, so another thing about this movie is that I believe it is set in 1950 or at least 4849 it's after world war 2 it's long yeah. enough after world war 2 that sherlock goes to japan and visits hiroshima yeah. um which that really intrigues me because you don't think of this young detective man in in a time period where the main mode of, uh, transportation was a train growing to be an old man where everybody's zipping around on, on cars.
0: Yeah. Or Um, like even just living through those wars. Like,
2: yeah, exactly. Like that. I mean, you don't really think about how fast things changed. Yeah. Um, in those 50 years. Well,
0: I mean, also again, mentioning because Mycroft is, you know, his brother is a governmental figure so they probably utilized sherlock's brain during the war some way oh
2: i'm sure you know? yeah
0: so it's like yeah. you know you don't think about that and that's one of the beauties of this movie is it definitely adds a side to sherlock that you don't get to see you do know, you, you always yes. focus on him in his prime because that's when the stories are happening right but but here you're you're in his you know he's he he mentions he's lived beyond his uh beyond his years you know beyond his time Right, you know, he, he got too old, um, and it's beautiful to watch at times, and extremely hard to watch at times because yes. you know it's. Uh, again, there's that kid that's staying with him. His housekeeper's Roger. son, played by, yeah, Roger. Um, I think it's played by Milo Parker. Yep, um, decent. You know, good, good, uh, young actor performance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he he grows so fond of sherlock and like he refuses to believe that this old man's going to die you know and it's right yeah that's another hard part to watch is you know when 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 he falls down and roger has to realize that this guy is a fragile human being who's not going to be here much longer right um roger is
2: his last friend yeah and uh it is it is really just a beautiful story about their relationship
0: that is honestly
2: what the story is about Um, and you get
0: you get the you get the mom's drama not drama but like um
2: yeah she's very wary of her son and sherlock's relationship
0: and yeah and i get it though you know it's like because it's not where she wants to be either um right
2: yeah she does want to leave yeah
0: yeah she wants you know her her life is turmoil and chaos right now and you know, she does. There's no father figure anymore. Father um,
2: died in the most recent
0: war. Exactly, and so it's you know it's be because as she put it too, like because she's a worker, you know she's right. part of the worker class. Um, they do a they do a great metaphor with the bees because Sherlock is, uh Sherlock's disappeared from the world to raise uh, to be a beekeeper. You know he has an yeah. apiary where he takes care of bees, and it's one of the last things. That makes him happy. It's one of the last things remaining to him is this process of keeping bees. Um, And as is mentioned with the bees, you know, you have your queen and you have the worker and the worker works. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of one of the things about the mom character is she's a worker. Mm -hmm. And her husband was a worker. But when her husband went to war, he refused to be a worker. He had to be part of the Air Force. You know, he's like, I'm not going to be. Yeah. You know, working underneath a jeep when there's a war going on. You know, he wanted to fight in his very first mission. He went up in the air and got shot down. Yep. And you know that's that's so, integral to her character,
2: right? She fears um, she fears Roger's ambition, but yeah. Roger's a very smart, bright kid, and that's why he and Sherlock uh, get along because Sherlock mm-hmm. notices his brightness.
0: Yeah and you know the kid the kid's reading his the kid is sherlock's sole reader for this final case right and you know it's it's sherlock's kind of remembering things it, it kind of i, I kind of felt like sherlock was doing it for the kid after a while it wasn't it was no after longer a while. yeah it was no longer just for himself for his memory and you know it's it's a really beautiful and fun story um
2: yeah well i would say and, it's well told
0: yeah, well it's old and simple. Yeah, you know, a lot of movies like with uh with Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes, they had to make it, you know, blockbuster, action pack, um but also to have like twists. You know, you had to, the story had to keep going, it had to have right. another twist, it had to have something to up the ante the next time. There's not much with that. You know, it's kind of just unraveling a mystery slowly, calmly. Right. Right. Um emotionally, but the mystery's not the focus of the story; it's just driving no. the story,
2: which I also think is honestly a really good way to make a mystery uh, story mm-hmm. like that. Should be more the focus is this is the the relationships a little bit more. Um, I feel like we did talk about Knives Out earlier. I feel like in in that movie, it was very much about the mystery, um, mm-hmm. which i really enjoyed that movie i'm not gonna yeah dock
0: it's, it in it's right the there. mystery and the characters relationship makes the mystery more chaotic
2: right right but i would but, like but to see fo- movies where the focus is more on the relationships
0: mm-hmm. and
2: let the audience you know pick up on the clues of the mystery and stuff i think that'd be cool
0: yeah. um the mystery is you know the the guy who's investigating the mystery sherlock you know he doesn't know even though he solved the mystery already even though he knows everything right because of his mental uh condition deteriorating you know we learned the mystery with him we we relearned you know as he as he relearns we learn right um and it's it's really it's really well told as you said in that in that uh respect
2: yeah i i uh i I really just was very surprised about this movie because I remember hearing about it after we had decided to watch it. Actually, not quite after we decided to watch it. First, when you said, oh yeah, there's a movie where Ian McKellen plays Sherlock Holmes. Let's do that with these other two movies. And I was like, okay, sure. I was thinking because Ian McKellen's been in in the game for so long. It was when he was a young man and uh it until it took me until i was looking up the movie and i was like this movie was in 2015 <laughs> yeah uh i and i remember hearing about it back then but i totally forgot about it because i never heard anybody talk about it uh
0: mm-hmm.
2: after it came yeah, out i remember
0: i remember when it came out you know people were like that was a good movie but nobody was like saying go see the movie Right, and I understand right. now you know it is it is a good movie, it's not one of those, even though I do recommend people see it, I do too it's not one of those I say go out now and see you know it's not yeah, I feel like see people it, see it have, when a, you have
2: I feel like people, people have a hard time um suggesting movies that make them feel sad, uh, yeah, but I don't <laughs> some of them are <laughs> my favorite movies, so of course you gotta. It, uh, you know request people mm. to go see it just you know give them a fair warning it's like it is sad but it's yeah there's good. a time
0: and a place for it right yeah because right. it's like if you've if you've lost a grandparent recently like i lost my grandma last year it could be hard to yeah. watch this movie at I times because that. it's very fragile human being that you're watch. who's again he's playing a 93 year old here and ian's not too far off from that i can't remember how old exactly ian is but, but I mean, it does, it does remind you, uh, you know, of age and of, you know, fragility in that regard. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, so many people are living beyond their nineties now and that's, you know, a great step for science, but at the same time you, you watch it. And especially when they're talking about mental health loss, like that's one of my biggest fears Right, is losing my mind. Um, And here it's, you know, it's like seeing that in somebody who's had such a long life and now they're, you know, they can't remember names. Like that's one of the big parts of the movie is he has to make a dot in his notebook whenever he forgets his name. Yeah. And like eventually he's putting like 30 dots a day on there. Yeah. I think it was anytime he
2: he can't recollect something, just anything.
0: Mm -hmm. He makes a
2: dot. But he does with the name, he does put names on his sleeve.
0: Yeah, to help him remember people's yeah. names when he's talking to them. Right. And, I mean, especially especially somebody who valued their intelligence so highly as Sherlock Holmes. Right. You know, crazy applause to this uh, movie for, you know, going outside the box and thinking, right? Well, what would Sherlock be like in his 90s when he's losing that mind?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, it must... I would imagine it's his worst fear, too. Um, right. Even if it's a subconscious fear, it's like... Uh, and, and then like it they actually happens. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they and they play off of his old drug issues with, you know, going to find the prickly ash. He's so desperate right. to find to cure. stop his mental illness that he'll do whatever it takes to slow that down. Um it is based off of another novel, uh one I might actually read. Um not to say I wouldn't read the Enola Holmes, I just feel like they're probably geared for a more younger audience right, than right, right. me. So I probably wouldn't be as interested in them uh but it's based off the novel a slight trick of the mind by mitch cullen and oh, really? you know i might i might pick that up soon yeah. because you know whereas i could probably read about it a little better watching it is you know it's it's not the saddest movie i've seen i've seen much sadder oh, movies um, Yeah. but emotionally like... go ahead
2: i feel like at the end it's very uplifting movie but it throughout you're very sad
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it is it is upsetting um not not upsetting you are right it it is uplifting Mm -hmm. um at the end but yeah it is it is sad at times to watch and you know as as we said just know that going in
1: definitely Um,
0: also also know going in it's a simple movie it's not or a simple story it's not i mean there is a mystery and the mystery of course isn't simple yeah um But, you know, I I kept fooling myself with this movie thinking there was going to be a bigger twist coming around the corner. Like there was a moment where I thought, uh, and I'm just going to say that because it's not part of the plot and I don't want people going in thinking it's going to be because I think it's a better story not thinking about that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, But there was a moment where I thought maybe he's not Holmes at all, actually. Maybe he is Watson and that's why he's writing the story. You know, I was thinking that that was going to be a twist.
2: That would have been a hard twist to pull off (laughs) yeah i see i think i think though that is interesting that you kept on looking for the twist because i think sherlock kept on looking for the twist he was like there has to be something he was so sure that there had to be something Mm -hmm. and there is but there is uh it's 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 not as devious as he thinks it is i
0: mean As you said earlier, it's more about the relationships. Yes. And that's what the story is more focused on. And I, you know, um, I don't want to spoil things. So I will say that, like, that is kind of, you know, I was looking more for a storytelling twist when I should have been looking for relationships, you know? Yeah. Um, So, again, very well done, very well, very respectful of the story, too. Uh, One thing that, as a loyalist, I didn't like was uh the address 221b baker street isn't his actual address (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. they they do a thing where uh he he's the real sherlock holmes but all the novels actually exist in the world uh yeah so which i mean i think it's kind of written that uh doyle writes it that watson is writing the story Uh, yeah but so this is after that after there's a big fame well i think
0: yeah i think um yeah because uh, sorry i interrupted you um, no, that's
2: okay that's pretty much what i was gonna say
0: yeah because it's you know watson's writing that as that watson is writing it like they're living at 221 b baker street but like with guy Ritchie's, uh sherlock holmes where he's hiding his face from the newspapers here they're hiding their actual lives pretty much from the world so that they can still live. Like nobody knows what Sherlock looks like or where he actually lives. Right. But he is a, you know, a famous player in the, the world of mystery at, you know, where in the world that this is going on in.
2: Right. So I do think it's interesting to talk about, um, I feel like the Japan part of it, mm-hmm. it might've been that they're trying to use it as like a, a red herring thing, but I thought that would play into the story a little bit more. Like yeah. in the end, it once again, it's a, it's a, it's about relationships His relationship with the man that he was staying mm-hmm. with there, I think is the important part of it. Um,
0: well, that and how he develops as a character with yes. that man at the end, at exactly. The end of the movie, yes. Uh, which I didn't like.
2: No, you weren't a fan. I I thought it could have been different. Yeah, because I I really couldn't I think tell. That's cruel. I couldn't tell if he was lying or not.
0: He was, yeah, because okay. he. Um, I'm not gonna put a spoiler wall up. I will say, skip forward 30 seconds. Cool. Um, yeah he 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 says after he he writes a letter to the guy Uh uh-huh you know explaining who the guy's. uh i won't say what it was but he writes a letter to the guy and then he later tells the kid it was my first work of fiction um you know as a character developing moment for him right he's he's venturing into the world of fiction yeah and i didn't i didn't like it because it feels really cruel to lie to that character
2: yes it Um, also it does but it gave i think sherlock was just like this guy needs some closure and earlier in the movie with the woman mm-hmm. in gray he says I wish I would have lied to her. I think it's been about 30 yeah. seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're yeah, we're not spoiling now, I'd say. But no, it's I don't know, it is a cruel it, it felt cruel to me because it's like, yes, you're right, the one character didn't get closure. Right. Um, but again, it's just like you're lying to the character again kind of yeah yeah um you know it doesn't it doesn't seem right to me because i can imagine give it 10 years sherlock dies and that character finds out that sherlock lied to him then he's like well fuck my life's in chaos again you know it's like i don't i don't know what my past is yet again um i know that's very hard to understand when we're not spoiling things but I don't know, it just well, go watch like, the
2: movie. Ha <laughs> ha.
0: Yeah. If it, If it. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch the movie. Um. I say watch it when you're in a mindset for a sad movie, but not wanting to. Right. You know, you 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 haven't gone through a loss, especially. You know, I think if I had watched this last year, I would not have enjoyed it at all.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I think my, it would have been tough for me when my yeah my grandma's passed. death
0: was. Yeah, it's. It's it's a rough moment there. Uh so especially if you're still, you know, if you're feeling those kind of losses recently, avoid this movie, I, I would, would say, say. So
2: that's a good warning.
0: Um yeah. But it's, you know, a curious mystery, um sad one. Yeah. Good story. Uh you know, decent performance of uh, outside of Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen is amazing in this. Yes. Oh my god. Everyone else I would say everyone else is decent. I think, I everyone, think everyone else is
2: there to enhance Ian's performance.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think that is a detriment to the movie. Even though they're good, they're not amazing, and I do feel like, you know, even though it's a simple story also, I think it would have just been strengthened by a little bit more uh I don't know how to I don't know how to put it, but it, it would have been helped by a little bit more uh yeah, I, I mean, do think his that
2: amazing. his uh, performance was a little bit more elevated than the rest of the cast.
0: Um, I think he had more to bounce off of too. Yes, I'm gonna cut most of this part. You out. got <laughs> <laughs> you got
2: you got some closing.
0: Uh, and yeah, in closing, um, I give it three stars. Same scores i gave sherlock but uh or sherlock holmes from guy Ritchie, um you know good movie sad movie amazing performance by ian mckellen even though i don't like seeing you know him i love the man too much to watch some of his pain he goes through sometimes yeah uh but no, it's it's a great take. Um, again, I might read the novel just because of the movie. I kind of wish I'd read it first because I'm that kind of guy that likes to read the book first. Sure. Um, but you know, it's I recommend it. But again, just go into it with the warning that, you know, if if you if it's hard for you to watch older individuals age or like you know battle battle some of the consequences of age, then you know maybe uh, stay away. But yeah, I think it's it's worthwhile.
2: Yeah, I would agree that it's worthwhile. In fact, I think it's very worthwhile. I really enjoyed and was very surprised by this movie, because of, I think because of the fact that nobody talked about it, I wasn't expecting too much. Um, but I should have known better because Ian McKellen always brings it, and he mm-hmm. brought it. I mean, damn. Ah, mm-hmm. so you know he's playing someone slightly younger than himself. And then someone older than himself and i I think that he does a great job at both uh and so for ian mckellen's performance alone you should watch this movie but i think the story is very good and the relationship between him and this little boy just like it just made me uh appreciate times that i spent with my grandfather a little bit more uh, it, you know, I already appreciated them, now he's passed, but uh, it just highlighted that in my mind for an evening, and it was very nice. Uh, so I highly recommend this movie.
0: And that—that's, I think that's a good point to make too—is that you have had that experience as a younger kid with an older individual. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had that with my grand—my brother and I had that with our grandma. Like we would go over to the house a lot too, but I wouldn't say like I connected. Right with my grandma over there, it was more just like a fun place to visit and you know something away from home. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like I, I loved my grandma and I loved hanging out there, but like I don't remember like you know bonding with her in those ways um, that are like presented here like this in this movie. Um, and my both my grandparents or grandfathers died uh, before my memory had kicked in. Right. So like I don't I don't remember any experiences like that it wasn't until I was in college that I made uh, friends who were in their uh, like eighties and nineties. So it's like, as a younger man, I have experiences with, right. You know, these friendships and these bonds, but as a younger kid, like I don't, you know, I don't relate to Roger in those, in that manner.
2: I see. Yeah. Well, maybe that would have uh, kicked this movie over the edge for you, but Uh, in that case can we talk about uh uh who's coming back yeah the three mate that's coming back uh i guess i'll i think i'll go ahead and start if that's okay yeah um i i'm gonna go with mr holmes because i just uh, i think i i think if it was the first time i had watched sherlock holmes i might have a different opinion um, because the first time I watched, it, I was like, "Man, I never thought Sherlock Holmes could a uh, Sherlock Holmes movie could feel that way." Um, but I do think that for me, the blockbustery stuff has gotten a little old. Um, but it's still, a hell of a lot of fun to watch. And this one, I just, man, the character work is just so good, and uh, it just feels a lot more. Uh, like an of an elevated art than the other two movies. So for me, uh Mr. Holmes takes it.
0: Mm, I respect that. I'm a blockbuster bitch. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, I'm a blockbuster bitch and uh, I I put forth uh, Sherlock Holmes from Guy Ritchie. Um It's worth Yeah, it. I did like I did like uh Mr. Holmes. I think it's a good movie. Um I think there's things missing from it mm-hmm. you know i think there's a little you know it needs more of a drive in my opinion it need, i mean the drive's good uh but it, it's such a hard watch because of the content on display that it needs something a little more to get me invested in it because there's so many moments where i'm like this is so hard i want to go to my phone um you know it's causing me anxiety to watch <laughs> i mean not really but you know what i mean like it was it was a struggle to watch that i had to i had to put something between me and it at times hmm because I didn't like seeing Ian McKellen get hurt. It was you know, it's just it, it was hard for me to connect because of that. Um I see. Whereas, you know, with Guy Ritchie, again, you know, as a lover of the literary character, I feel like they put so much focus on details and loyalty. Like, I mean, of course they, you know, alter their adaptation. Sure. Um, for their own benefit, but it's such a perfect take on it in my opinion that you know i I put it forth as the victor yeah um and and i was biased going in so you know take that into effect i was very (laughs) very biased
2: yeah i thought i because i hadn't heard heard anything about mr holmes that i was gonna it was gonna be sherlock holmes for me as well but Mm -hmm. uh yeah i just think that uh it was a very good experience watching mr holmes i i don't think that they'll have a uh sherlock holmes movie that's ever like that again i don't like no never again i don't think so it's definitely worth watching for that
0: reason yeah especially since it didn't it didn't get much uh buzz yeah you know yeah because of that they're gonna keep doing the blockbustery, um the younger actors and like the you know tell the main tales right i mean that said that said, I am excited for Sherlock Holmes three. I am uh,
2: too because I've been waiting. He was Iron yeah, Man long enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I love him as Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, do too. Great yeah, there, he did good. But God, I love him as Sherlock Holmes. It's such a good character yeah. for him.
2: Oh, that was something I wanted to mention about this. Uh, these trio is that he is the only American Sherlock, right? Mm-hmm. Out of the uh, three, yeah. Um, so. We know but his
0: accent's on on point.
2: Yeah, it's very on point. I mean he, he he does really good accent work. I haven't seen Dr. Doolittle. But oh, God. I haven't heard great things. I just wanna ask you about particularly the accent work. At least, is that at least there? No?
0: <laughs> I don't I don't remember it being there at all, man. Oh, it's, man. I remember it being very shoddy. Uh, we'll talk (sighs) Doolittle someday soon Uh, I have a plan for it you do there's no there's no way it's going to be knocked off of that plan either oh my god Um, yeah I won't spoil what the plan is Um, but yeah it'll be fun (laughs) but yeah he is uh, (laughs) but he is the only American one here and um, I think he did i want to say it was a charlie chaplin movie or something that yeah yes that i think he, he credits, was very good yeah i think he credits then that movie just called for perfecting his accent um yeah because he's you know you yeah, want to know he did that a very he's good job american in my opinion in sherlock and i'm not uh a language expert either
2: no but he's also playing an english person surrounded by americans because Chaplin was in america it was in america for most of his life uh at yeah. least during his movie career and and in this he's surrounded no. by english yeah, he's, people he's, and he doesn't stick out
0: yeah, really great
2: here. so good work
0: um but yeah i think that's yeah. that's been our threesome uh we we differed again
2: we did we did we'll have to you know we'll have to figure out something what to do with these winners yeah. and these ties a tiebreak but anyways um mm-hmm. yeah i think that does it for our program thanks this, for listening uh, this uh, eve
0: like share um, comment subscribe yeah do all the fun things
2: yeah uh, tell your friends if you'd like uh, uh i hope you enjoy and safe travels green and faceless on the couch is a proud production of fiction works 19 We plan to publish new episodes of this podcast every Thursday evening. If you'd like to give us a comment, please visit us at facebook.com slash greenandfaceless. There you'll find many links to our show and to our website. Thanks for listening.